Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Joel Vanko, Senior Vice President and Chief Information and Digital Officer at Hartford Healthcare. Joel, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Laura, it's always great to speak to you. Thank you for inviting me. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare and especially in the technology side, really accelerating quickly. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. So uh, as you said, I'm the Chief Information Digital Officer here at Hartford Healthcare. I've been here about a year, a little over a year now, maybe 14 months. Uh, so still fairly new. Um, but I've been in healthcare, uh, gosh, since early 2000s, um, you know, started off uh, at uh uh, on the vendor side at Eclipsis Corporation back in the day. And, you know, I've sort of been going back and forth between vendor and provider and some startups. And so, you know, have made my way through all of the health systems, essentially at, at Mass in Massachusetts, Boston Medical Center, uh, you know, back in the day it was called Partners Healthcare. Now it's Mass General Brigham. Um, and then uh, Bay State Health, which is uh, the largest health system in, in uh, Western Mass. Uh, also worked at GE Healthcare. Uh, I led the eHealth division there, uh, really advanced analytics and, and population health management. Um, and now I'm at uh, Hartford Healthcare, uh, the largest health system here in Connecticut, 36,000 colleagues, uh, eight hospitals, uh, and uh, an innovation process that I think is enviable. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're doing some really great work and continuing to grow and, uh, and really focused on, on, on the patient. So excited to be with you today and, and uh, excited to talk about the stuff that we're doing. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's great that you've got such a, a wide um, variety of experiences in your background. Certainly, it sets you up for being a very visionary leader in healthcare in the healthcare space today. What are some of the opportunities that you are most excited about right now, as well as the headwinds that you are keeping your eye on? Yeah, you know, it, it's. Uh, I think we're in such a great uh, sort of crossroad now. You know, we've the the capacity and computer or the you know. The most optimal they've ever been. They continue to um, increase, and so we've got really an opportunity to, I think, harness what many of us have been attempting to harness for years. Right, the the data that we have now accessible to us uh, in these systems, still locked up uh, for what it's worth. I mean, you know, there there's there are APIs here and there. There's integration points and. Um, and, and we're able to leverage uh, some of that data, but you know, there the opportunity still is to to, to get full control of of our data um, and and really have it in a in a liquid state where it can be leveraged, uh, not just by the health system, uh, uh, but also by by the partners that we have, whether they're innovation partners or vendor partners, uh, to patients, uh, and you know, of course, our, our our clinicians and and our colleagues alike. So. The opportunity, I think, still is to to focus on you know that core asset that every health system has, which is is their data, uh, because that will, uh, you know, that's really the fuel for for all of the other opportunities. I think uh, we're we're you know we got all of our eyes on, you know, whether it's digital or you know uh, AI and advanced AI and Gen AI. Um, you know, th those are all things uh, that that are great, but they they require. Uh, you know, data. Um, and, and so we have to make sure that we, that, that asset is, is absolutely 
you know, optimized. And I think, you know, the, the, the headwinds obviously still for, for many health systems, for all health systems is that, you know, many of us are um, in financial um, uh, environments that are challenging. Um, you know, the, uh, the geopolitical landscape is still what it is. And, and, and we've got a lot of things that are out of our control, supply chain, inflation, um, you know, thank God the debt ceiling got corrected to a certain degree, but, you know, um, those are all challenges that, uh, that we're facing that, uh, are, are prohibiting us or inhibiting us from, from gaining enough capital to be able to do the things that we need to do. Um, and, and like I said, you know, data and digital is, is a key opportunity for us. Um, but with a headwind such as, uh, you know, financial challenges, uh, that, that we're all facing, um, it, it can be quite a balance and, uh, and, and a difficult situation. So, you know, we have to be innovative as leaders to be able to, to solve for that problem. I love that. I think, you know, going through some of the big headwinds and the challenges, as you mentioned, are something that health systems across the board are facing, whether it's financial or resource-wise, staffing shortages, et cetera. Um, there's so much happening right now in healthcare and in executives are faced with a lot of challenges. So when you think through, you know, having that innovative mindset and being able to look at healthcare differently and operations differently. How do you do that? How do you um, do that as a leader and then work with your teams to kind of make that shift so that you're really able to uh, do what the healthcare systems need and respond to the geopolitical environment that we're in? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think a couple of things. One is, you know, it, it, we really truly have to find partnerships, right? Um, partnerships within our ecosystem. And that includes, you know, um, the, 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 the partners that we, um, that we see in, in our vendor community, the partners that we see in our community writ large, whether it's, you know, another health system or it's, uh, you know, other care providers, um, partnerships are going to create scale and, uh, and economies of scale. And so, you know, for, for us, you know, joint ventures, and joint venture partnerships have been really, in many ways, um, a light for us because it, it, it enables us to work with those who may have solutions that we need and they have needs uh, and, and we have those solutions. And so it's a, it's a good partnership or collaboration to be able to, to get through some of these challenges. Um, so that's sort of one. And then the second is, you know, there's really truly a need for the use of technology um, to, to, to solve uh, or, or to be a facilitation uh, or a tool to solve these problems. And, uh, you know, with, for example, with our, our shortage of, of all types of um, professionals, whether it's nurses or, uh, you know, cybersecurity uh, professionals or, uh, you know, folks in RevCycle, uh, we have to start looking at how do we use data and digital, those types of technologies, uh, to really support uh, the uh, the capability and capacity that we need um, in this uh, in this current environment, right? It's it's not enough to say, hey, we got to hire more people because we don't have, uh, uh, you know, often the the capital or the operating budget to to hire more people. Uh, we have to figure out how to to how to leverage technology and process um, to uh, to achieve those capabilities and capacity. Uh, that we need. And, and that's innovation, right? It's, it's, it's uh, innovation in such a way where, you know, we're solving a problem with what we have. Uh, so, so that's, I think, uh, the mindset shift that we all have to make, uh, in, in, especially in this, in this particular situation uh, that healthcare is in today. 
Got it. That's so helpful to know and think about. And, you know, from your perspective and given the current situation, how do you think about growth and adding value to the organization overall? What does that look like for you, especially as the chief information and digital officer? Yeah, you know, um, so of, of course we all want to grow, and um, you know, I, I, love, I like to say we can't we can't shrink to grow, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, how do you sustain and maintain what you have uh, today, um, and 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 grow, uh, and and maybe even sort of keep um, you know sort of the expenses that you that uh, you would otherwise see increasing um, at some pace, um, you know, in in sort of correlation to to that growth you, you know we really do need to continue to, to to figure out how to you know flatten that expense line um and so for for us you know I, again I sort of mentioned it like leveraging technology and data uh, to support growth uh, I think is 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 truly uh important and I think it's it's something that we as um, you know professionals IT operations you have to really think about you know how can you use that technology and that data uh, to support uh, the growth uh, that uh, we we as health systems need to to, to be able to survive. Um, so, as an example, you know, I, I think I mentioned, um, you know, having uh, data and digital really extend the capability and capacity that you need uh, uh, for your current employees. So, rather than getting, you know, hiring more employees because you can't afford it, you know, how do you really um, enable them to do more? Uh, with what they already have, and, and perhaps also um, allow them to uh, uh, to even take on uh, you know more advanced capabilities with um, you know the assistance of a technology. I mean, we're we're sort of talking about Gen AI, uh, you know, these days, and and so you know you think about uh, having a a quote unquote copilot uh, through the use of of a Gen AI platform. Uh, you know, you could optimize um, somebody's capabilities by simply uh, enabling them with with that technology. The other is, you know, um, we have to think about adjacencies. Um, you know, as as a, as a healthcare organization, we focus obviously on caring for patients. That's our core business. Um, but what what other uh, adjacencies could could we uh, create or um, you know endeavor? Uh, by the through the use of data and digital capabilities, um, you know some of of the things that 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 I've uh, you know been a part of even in my past life, like at Bay State and now here at, at Hartford Healthcare, is is that you know we open up our doors to um, uh, to to innovative organizations, to startups, um, and they come in and they leverage our assets, whether it's our environment, our ecosystem you know, our anonymized data. And that, um, you know, enables us to, to leverage the benefit of their innovation or their technology, which creates growth um, or which enables us to grow. Uh, it also might provide, you know, some monetization uh, growth because of that adjacency. So I think those types of, uh, you know, things that that you could think about as a, as a technology professional, as, as a, an executive, are, are areas that um, could enable you know organizational growth even in this environment, um, but with the use of data and digital. 
Got it. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it is a really helpful way to think about things and frame the current uh, landscape and environment because thinking about generative AI and really what it can do um, from an operational and clinical perspective, there are just so many, um, so many different possibilities. So thank you for talking through that with us. Now, from your perspective, I know we've talked a little bit about some of the different challenges, um, both financial as well as resource wise, but still thinking through what makes the most sense to continue to invest in right now or the, a risk that's worth taking. Where do you really see it, it being important for hospitals and health systems not to take their foot off the gas, basically? Yeah, you know, I, I think there's a lot of movement towards digital, um, and and obviously that's important because we we do need to engage with our patients and our consumers. You know, our our um, our vision at Hartford Healthcare is to be the most trusted and personalized, coordinated care. And to me, that means we have to know our patients, um, and we have to be able to coordinate um, you know our capabilities for our patients, and consumers. And that means data and digital. Um, and I think uh, an investment that's it's absolutely worth continuing to to make uh, is is in in developing um, you know that data and digital platform. And it starts with uh, you know getting into the cloud. Uh, you can't do digital transformation without cloud. Um, just it's just hands down. You have to be in the cloud uh, because in, in order for you to to, to continue to transform and and, and rapidly innovate. You have to be able to, um, you know, uh, to be agile, and um, you have to be able to spin up compute and capacity immediately. For example, so cloud is really important. I think you know people should continue to invest. Organizations should continue to invest in that, and you should continue to invest uh, in developing your data platform so that you can have access to your data uh, easily uh, and, and readily. And and I think you know. Um, one of the areas that uh, is is worth the investment um, and um, risk is uh, are these these new um, capabilities that we're seeing, um, like Gen AI. You know, that's like that is the hottest thing right now, right? That's that's what everybody's talking about now. It's risky because there's still no guardrails uh, with uh, with for uh, with Gen AI, right? It's it's sort of um, it's a frontier that um, you know everybody's excited about, but you know, we don't know um, really how to control it. That's, and, and certainly we don't know all of the uh, the things that um, it's gonna present to us, uh, both positives and negatives. But uh, we do know that it it, it can provide, uh, you know, quite a, a lot of, of, uh, of, of uplift and assistance and capabilities to us that it enables us to extend uh, our, our own abilities. The question is, is, is you know, um, how do you truly, uh, you know, validate, uh, ensure integrity of of what the the outputs of those prompts uh, are when when you do engage with with Gen AI? So, I, I think it's 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 um, it is a technology that's worth investing in and taking the risk on, but you have to do it with, you know, um, I think with some with some care and diligence. Um, and, and again, like I said before. You can't do a lot of these things without investing in your data platform. So it's critical, uh, absolutely critical, to be able to um, to control your own your own data destiny. Um, and, and so I think that's the that's certainly one of the things that are one of the few things that I think um, is worth investing in. I love that. I think that's such a great way to look at the artificial intelligence right now, um, just because it is so new and there's so much unknown about how things could really um, impact patients and providers and the healthcare system overall. 
Um, and, you know, as we wrap up our conversation here, I'm wondering, given all the things we've talked about today, how do you see your best opportunities to grow and develop in the field? How do you see your role changing as well as that of the teams that you work with? So, you know, um, we're just, and I've always sort of said this, but I think we're we're just going to continue to uh, to see um, healthcare organizations rely on technology, um, you know, uh, more fully and more optimally, right? And, um, you know, when I first became a CIO, gosh, um, I don't know, 10, 10 or so years ago, I'd always told my teams, you know, uh, we're going to be caring for patients um, uh, almost as, as, uh, as closely as clinicians will be caring for patients. And I don't mean that in any other way than, you know, you know, the things that we develop are going to be touching patients more directly. Um, we'll never be doctors or nurses and, and, and they are amazing individuals. So, uh, you know, don't take that as, as if we're going to replace doctors and nurses, but, you know, there's just so much more reliance um, more than ever on, on technology and, and access to data. And so, you know, the IT, role has to continue to change towards being, um, a, you know, a member of the organization who understands healthcare, but happens to be an expert in technology. So um, we can't be a back, a back office, you know, bits and bytes um, executive or team member uh, in IT anymore. We have to be, you know, it, you know, at the get, we have to be at the Gemba, right? Um, we have to be in the in, in the health system, we have to understand um, what the health system needs, and uh, and we have to have the patient at the center, not the technology at the center. Um, all that we do is for the sake of caring for patients. And so, um, you know, my title changed from CIO to CIDO, right? The digital piece in there really means that um, we're that much closer, uh, I think, to the patient than we ever have been. And so. Uh, as IT professionals, uh, more so than ever, we have to be uh, focused on uh, how we deliver these capabilities in service of uh, our patients. And uh, you know, the other thing I would say, just to put a plug in there, is is that for what for what it's worth, whatever we build, whatever we deploy, whatever we create and establish and innovate, has to be done with a lens of of equity. Um, and I think we have such a great responsibility and an opportunity as technology um, professionals and digital professionals to, to have that lens. So when we create something, um, you know, it, it's inclusive uh, and, and it ensures that, um, you know, we're not leaving somebody behind because, you know, healthcare uh, is inherently inclusive. It has to be inherently inclusive. And, um, and we have, I think, an opportunity to really um, set that course for healthcare as technologists. I love that. Joel, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a fun discussion and I look forward to connecting with you in person at our event in October, Health IT, Digital Health, Revenue Cycle annual meeting. I think, you know, so many, much of what you talked about today really will be front and center in the sessions. And um, just, you know, I can imagine the conference hall will be a buzz with these themes and topics. So thank you. Thank you, Laura. It's always a pleasure.